Hello, welcome to the Pictures Talking Movies Pictures Show. It's and the uh, Talking, talking movies. Pictures Movies Pictures. It's the Talking Movies Pictures Movie Show. Pictures. And I understand that there's trouble with that, but really, by the time we got around to this second episode, I mean, one word's in it twice, so you, you, you have less words to remember. Yeah, it's, Pictures. It's talking Movies Pictures Pictures. Movie pictures. Show. Yeah. With me, Tim Goodings. And me, Andy Price. Welcome to the Talking Movies Pictures Movie Show. Uh, what we got coming up today, Tim? Some trailers and some reviews for some films. Movie news. Movie reviews. News. Um, all right, so this week, uh, oh, a regular feature from from now on as part of movie news, movie news. Uh, is going to be um, specifically Marvel movie news and Marvel TV news. Yeah, so what have we got? What have we got this uh, week? There's Marvel. nothing There's nothing this week. Nothing? Nothing, I'm afraid. Nothing. It's been quite quiet recently, done, haven't it? They're not really. I think they might have just given up. I think they've yeah. stopped. Probably just gone, well, we didn't plan this far ahead. No. Yeah, we're just going to cut it here. I mean, they've not got in touch with me at all. To kind of let me know what's happening. No, there's been um, no emails no. in my inbox. Either. So we'll leave that. Hopefully more in a couple mm. of weeks' time. Because some of them were right. Some of them made a bit of money. Which one was that? Uh, first one? The, yeah. Or the third one? It was the third one. Okay. That made loads. Yeah. First one made. And then, but then, I think since then they've just gone, yeah. just gone downhill. First one made they? a bit. Like maybe I think, like but I think you're right. I think they have given up. I think yeah. it's because it's not. It's a shame because you know I thought they were they were fine. It's not working for them, is it though? No. Really? No. So, um, but conversely, a bit of Batman news. Okay, go ahead. Um, now I was a bit a couple of days ago. There was a, an article out which said <clears throat> that Ben Affleck had confirmed the title of his solo Batman film. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, I called you instantly, didn't I? Yeah. I got so excited. And I wasn't. I was in the bath. I was. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, this is my quiet time. I know. I'm sorry. And yeah, but it was. <laughs> I got excited because it was. It was quite a revealing title, and it, it gave us a lot of information about yeah. what the film's going to be about. So the listener probably won't know about this. Is no, this is the insider yeah. stuff. Um, the title which Ben Affleck confirmed for his solo Batman movie was The Batman, mm. and you hear that and you go, "Bang! I know yeah, what that is. I know exactly. what the film's going to be about." It's the it's the Batman, yeah. Not, not just one of them. Not a no, Batman. It's one of it's the, it's that one yeah. that we know, and it is him, and he, it's that's his film. And then so we go, okay, so Batman is in it, and it's about him, because you know, in a Batman film, it's not got him in it, and not about Batman. No, that that time they did one that wasn't about him was just. Yeah, what was that? It was um, um, Gremlins. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And <laughs> just like. I really like Batman and it's nice that they're giving him a break because obviously he works hard. He's been in a lot of films over the last 20 or 30 years. <clears throat> we need to make another Batman film because they yeah, make a lot of money. Exactly. So but we'll, let's but, not... Yeah, give him a let's break. Let's not, yeah. We'll rest Over-egg it. Yeah, it's like when Rooney is like, you know, played like eight games in a row and he's a bit tired and his hair started falling out again. So they'll put him <laughs> on the bench for, for a game and he comes back out and he scores a hat-trick. So they're like, we'll give him a break We'll, we'll put out a Batman film, but we'll... Hopefully put, no one will notice. Exactly, we'll put the Gremlins in it instead of Batman. Yeah, and but it, luckily... It did do well, it did do it well. It did very well. And he came um, back and he stormed it. You know, the, the best Batman, Val Kilmer, just came back and comes out. He has his hair, and, his face, his nipples. And they didn't, you know, they didn't take the piss. There was no Gremlins mm. again. They said, okay, we've tried yeah. that once. 
But yeah, so this well, time... they spun off Gremlins into his own film, didn't they? Gremlins 2. That was only about Gremlins. That wasn't about Batman. The second one, the sequel yeah. definitely was. Yeah. Nothing to do about Batman, weirdly. No. Um, which Same universe, Odd choice, obviously. but yeah. yeah. And I was, I was really excited. You, I think you were sort of splashing around in the bath, I think, when I told you. The ducks were going everywhere. Yep, yeah. and one so... One the toilet. The, the Batman, and that's good. And then we know... I mean, you can pretty much extrapolate the whole plot from that. You go, yeah. okay, so it's something about Batman. We know who the villains are going to be based on that. We know the exact plot, all the plot points, all the little beats all right, from okay, that. So villains. Villains, I mean, obviously they're going to spin off Killer Croc into from Suicide Squad. He's based on that title. Um, you know, we know that Alpha's going to And die. he was the best received character from that film Certainly. as well. And he had a they lot just, of depth to him. When yeah. you watch Suicide Squad, it was really yeah. like, you go, okay. The actor who played him in Suicide Squad, apparently he actually um, listened to audio recordings of an actual cannibal to get into, like, you know, character. Yeah. Because Killer Croc is meant to be a cannibal. And I think that really paid off. When you watch it, it really paid off. You can yeah. really see that he's gone so method for yeah. it and it's, it really works for it's him. It's like so. if there's no crocodiles or people around for him to eat. No. He just starts gnawing on the, exactly. the moonlight. And I bet, and I bet like the actor didn't... You can reg- hear it. The actor didn't regret that at all, having no. to listen to that horrific, you know, footage yeah. and, and uh, recordings. Um, for I mean, basi- he, basically 10 minutes of screen time yeah. where he has any lines at all. He did regret it when the studio stopped paying for his therapy, though. But, you know, it's, it's fine now because he's going to be in... Based on, I mean, they've called it The Batman, so we know that Killer Croc's going to be in mm. it. Um, um, exact plot points, you can know, extrapolate. So what's the exact plot well, based on that? you know what, Andy? I would I would say, but this is this is why I wanted to talk about this, is that I've got it all worked out in my head. You go, mm-hmm. The Batman, we know, what, we know yeah, what's going to yeah, happen. Yeah. And then... Like then, almost the next day, or even a couple of days after, um, Ben Affleck comes out and says, "Oh no, actually, uh, people misunderstood. That might not be the title of the film." Well, that's a crushing disappointment. I was, I, I was so angry. You're like, well, what's it going to be about now? What What is it now? Yeah, Ben. Am I going to have to watch it to Affleck. find out? I think I am going to have to. I don't think I will. Well, I don't know what to, it's going to be now because like he says into, Batman yeah. and you go, right, there is, but he was the, but it's the Batman. Yeah. So you go, it is, that, it is that one, any one of them. And I don't yeah. know. And it's like, but what is he in it? Is he, what are they doing? Um, Bring the gremlins back for you, he, know. He just pulls the rug away from under your feet and you go, what even is this now? Um... What was a nice sort of heartfelt story that I did see, um, which is involving Batman, which I think everyone can appreciate, which is that um, there was a school shooting and a Mm. a young child was killed. Mm. Uh, The kid was a big fan of superheroes. So for his funeral, they got um, all the people, like I think his friends and family, to dress up as superheroes. And they got someone, I don't know if he was related to the kid, dressed as Batman to deliver the eulogy. Um, and I think I think that was the right choice because when you think of who the character of Batman is as someone who is essentially was a child who actually survived the shooting mm. um, and because he survived became a better person, stopped crime and is essentially his whole life is based around the fact that he wasn't killed and that's great. Mm. He's definitely the right person to say about a child that actually was killed. Um, because it's sort of like a here's what you could have won. Yeah, it's a kind of like yeah. you know this is what your life could have been as good as if you hadn't been killed. So I think definitely the right choice of superhero to deliver the eulogy, very heartfelt. Yeah, five stars. 
Any more movie news, Andy? Yeah, so I've been following the uh, the new Power Rangers movie quite considerably. You know, I was there at the start when it was in the cinemas back in 1993, I want to say. Yeah, yeah back then. Um, I mean, they're bringing it back. They're bringing everything back from the 80s and 90s, bringing mm-hmm. Batman back. And you've been on set, haven't you? I've been on set. And so I, I dropped in this week and um, they were taking photos and I was quite interested. And then uh, I, I saw people started talking about how... They released a new photo of them and they said this... Oh, I haven't... Okay, I haven't seen this. Okay, so they said this new Power Rangers photo shows the heroes in a mysterious setting. Oh, wow. And I was like, oh, okay. So I looked at the photo and... That's funny because I think a lot of films, especially Power Rangers, you think of them as just being in in just settings. Yeah. uh, Not necessarily having to qualify what kind of settings. You look at the film, you watch it, you go, oh, that's a place. Yeah. But this one's actually... They've I'm got an adjective. Sure. They've got an adjective sure. for it. They, they just—it's kind of uh, five of them just stood on a rock, and I'm just like, oh, "Well, what's so mysterious about this rock?" I mean, yeah. go on. Have you well, worked I, it out? Or no, I haven't. I've been trying. To, I thought maybe we could hash this but, out. But, see but, that, but that in itself is mysterious. You don't even know why it's mysterious. Why are they stood on a rock? Why on a rock? Why not a pavement made out of oh. tiny crun- crunched up rocks? That is, yeah. That makes more that's sense. That's pavement. Yeah, that's that's pretty much to find a pavement there. Wow. But uh, so mysterious. A rock that's been sculpted by land and uh, the environment rather than man says a lot about where they're going to be in a movie, in which the film. is probably not pavement. Pavements. Which but can like, a rock be mysterious? This is what what I want to know. Well, I haven't seen the picture, so I don't know. Can you? Well, okay. So picture this: a rock. Sorry, start again. Okay, so picture this. A rock. The rock. A rock. See, this is it's easy to confuse. A because, big Johnson. Yeah, because all you've got to do is change one word for another, V to A, and suddenly you've got an entirely different film. And a new cast member. Exactly. Go on. If you put the rock in the Power Rangers, which part would he play, though? Uh, I think he would be the the Megazord, I think, because he's, he's quite big. He'd be the big old Zord yeah. man. Would he crack wise? He does crack wise, doesn't he? So mm-hmm. I think he'd crack. I think he would be. What they do is they'd like spray him silver, yeah, and he'd be a cross between the Tin Man and Alpha Five, mm. and then he would just sort of like he would then usurp Zordon, and it's be a, he'd lead a mutiny against Zordon, I think, because he would realise that he's actually more powerful because he is the Rock. Do you think Alpha Five is a the fifth Alpha? Uh, what happened to the first mechanical four? cousin of Johnny Five? <laughs> I'm not that familiar Mr. with Johnny, Johnny Five. Five. Don't do the accent. So, well, that's another thing about it. Like you, you do, oh. we we kind of joke about going, "Oh, change it from a rock to the rock," and suddenly we got do the rock. But what if a rock mm. in the picture is just the rock in a picture, and the rock <laughs> plays the rock in the Power Rangers movie? Are they standing on him? I think they're standing. Sorry, big enough. Explain the picture again. Okay, so what did you see? Picture this. There's a rock. A. There's... Rock. Did I say A or the? You said A. Good. There's a rock. Mm-hmm. And there's the five Power Rangers just stood on it. On it. Mysterious. But they're on it, actually. It is mysterious. And do they look confused? So what What I've decided from this is that the next Power Rangers movie is about the Power Rangers stood on a rock and not knowing that it's sentient and actually played by rock the monster. rock. monster... From Neverending Story, played by The, the rock. rock. I mean, he is in everything at the moment, so it would make sense. 
Exclusive. You heard it here first. The Rock and the Power Rangers playing a rock. Have you got anything else this week? Oh. Yeah? Yeah, the the Bruce Lee. uh, They're making a Bruce Lee biopic. Yeah. Which I think has the word dragon in it somewhere. What they've done, it's quite clever, the angle they've taken is that they've gone, okay, there's a lot of films that Bruce Lee's in. And we know him. We get it. He was a big old karate Jumping, man. Chopping. Karate guy man. And yeah. he chopped up the men and then he won the day and mm. then he died from a brain hemorrhage. We get what? it. <laughs> died from a brain hemorrhage. When did this happen? Well, on set of this film, he was he was playing himself. In the, in the, bio- in the biopic. Bi- did you say biopic or biopic? I then said biopic, yeah. but I actually said biopic. It's like... Um, being short-sighted. I call it a biographic picture. And he is uh, in this uh, as himself. Yeah. But the, what they've done, it's a nice little twist because they've got him and they've gone, well, we know Bruce Lee, we get it. We get it. Let's sideline him yeah. and put a white guy in the lead as his friend who's learning karate, kung fu, mm. taekwondo. And he uh, now... Taekwondo. Taekwondo. Yeah. Do it. And he uh, he is now the lead... So they've got they've they've gone. Well, there's enough Bruce Lee in this film. Let's have less Bruce Lee in a film about Bruce Lee. Is that because he died? Like he rapped, but he, oh, was, on, okay. he was on set just cheering on his yeah. best friend, white man. Top guys, three Bruce Lees. Halfway through. Top three Bruce Lees. Top three Bruce Lee. Um, Bruce Campbell. Yeah. From the Evil Dead series. Mm-hmm. Lucy Lawless. Yeah. From the Evil Dead series. Yeah. Played Xena. Um, and Haley Joel Osment. Oh, that's a good one, isn't it? Because, like, you could do for him what Quentin Tarantino did for John Travolta, can you? Yeah, and what Kevin Smith thinks he's done for Haley Joel Osment yeah. in his new movies, yeah. but hasn't managed it yeah. because that's really all he's doing now. It's almost like all his movies now are being based on podcasts. Imagine if we made a movie about this podcast. Who would play you? Yeah, Top three Tim Goodings. You're quite good at acting, I think. Number one, Andy Price. Andy Price. Um, number two would be... Well, you wouldn't need them, would you? Because you've got me at number one. Well, you're number one. Nailed it. But then what happens if you're not available? Died. No, I'm not saying that. Well, that's the only reason I wouldn't be available. Number two would be Sarah Michelle Gellar. Mm. Because I think the sort of the sort of stuff I yeah. get up to in my own free time yeah. is very interesting. Number three would be Will Young, Pop Idol winner. Will Young. Will Young. I can see that. Yeah. Top three Andy Price is... Uh, top three well, uh, Andy Bruce Price Lee is... Top three Bruce Lee first, because we didn't do yours. Probably Bruce Robinson, director with Neil and I. Mm-hmm. I can picture him being a good actor. Yeah. Uh, number two, Bruce Dallas Howard. <laughs> yeah. Number three. Bruce Dallas Howard from the Jurassic Worm series. <laughs> and um, number three, Jackie... Collins. Jackie Collins, the author? Yeah. Oh, she would make a great Bruce Lee. <laughs> top three Andy Price is? Uh, top three Andy Price is <coughs> probably, oh, that's a good question. Uh, Maybe return the favour. George Clooney. Because, well, just bear in mind that for my top three of me, yeah. one of them was you. Yeah. And I think maybe... <laughs> yeah. Just bear that Probably in mind when you're choosing. George Clooney. George Clooney. Yeah. He's okay, yeah. yeah. He's fine. Maybe Brad Pitt. Mm. Oh, I don't even, he's, you know, a bit, maybe considering he's a bit, the abuse. Johnny Depp, we'll go with Johnny Depp. Uh, number three, Tim Burton. Yeah. Oh, yeah. great actor. Yeah. Yeah. 
I'm a big I'm a big fan of giving directors their chance to to act in movies because yeah no director wants to direct a film they want to no, be in they want to be in it what Hitchcock was doing wasn't yeah. it he was like he was just like just, just walking just along get noticed wouldn't he and <laughs> yeah. Go, yeah. you know what you should do you should be in your just own walking film, just walk in front of the camera Alfred get behind the camera mate what are you doing he's yeah. like oh sorry. That's spot on. I mean, it's, it's quite good. like we might be movie critics, but we're very good with our impressions. Last week was obviously Kevin, Kevin Hart. Hart. Now you're on. doing your Hitchcock. Do a bit more. Uh, 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 was I any good though? It's like he never died. No. It's like he's still here with us. But yeah, and he would sort of just pop himself in front of the camera and then yeah. they go, who's, who's directing? Go, I still do it, but I'm now, I'm now in the film. And they go, oh, you're quite good. Do you want to be replacing Janet Lee in this in this film, Alfred. I'll go let's get in the shower. Um I think once they finally get around to making a bio biographical picture of uh oh. Oh, Are you uh done with your Bruce Lee um Yeah, just film? saying more white people in Bruce Lee movies is yeah. the thing to take away this and they're they're doing it and that's great for the struggling white actors yeah. out there. Progressive. Um it's very progressive. Mm. But they've kind of gone racism full circle. Uh, so also, uh, I've been following the new Blade Runner film. Uh, they've revealed the the name of the sequel. Yeah. It's going to be titled Blade Harrison Runner Ford. 2049. So obviously a bit longer than we wanted to wait. That does kind of throw Harrison Ford's participation into the movie. So They'll probably just do a two-pack. Fake his death. Hologram. No, hologram. Oh, okay. Who's, who's the other guy in that? Is it um, I'm done with talking about this, to be honest. That's all I wanted to... <laughs> That's all I want to say about that. It's that stupid thing. <laughs> Trailer reviews. Okay, so um, I was too busy this week, I think Tim was as well, to actually watch any movies. Uh, you know, you've got to set aside 90 minutes. But what we do have time for is two minutes of a trailer. So we're just going to review some trailers and talk about uh, what what will probably happen in the film. So Yeah, we've got a couple of trailers we want to look at. And yep. uh, like I said earlier, our insider knowledge, what we... Mm. It's a little service that we do for the fans is basically we're going to look at some trailers uh, of films that haven't come out yet and we're going to tell you exactly what happens in the film based on the trailer alone. Which means you we don't ever have to see the even film, need which to is see great. It. Don't even need to see it. Because it leaves you a bit of room to watch other mm. TV, probably. So you can, you know, you can hear the audio from the trailer. We'll play a little bit and just let you know yeah. what we can see. And then also... Yeah, as soon as we know something, we'll stop the trailer and we'll we'll, we'll discuss it a little And then bit based more. on that, yeah. we'll let you know what that what means and what the film's going to be about in its entirety. Mm. So I think first up, we're going to do Passengers, which is uh, Chris Pratt, who's obviously one of our top three Brad Pitts, and Jennifer Lawrence, who is one of our top... Three Milikunises. Mm. Um, yeah, let's uh, let's play a little bit of that now. I haven't watched this yet, so all I know at the moment is it's called Passengers. So yeah, we'll see. You know, well, I don't know which one's the driver, but we'll see if okay. we try to maybe. Hello. Is he asking me on a date? She didn't seem that impressed. So what we heard there, we heard Jennifer Lawrence say, is he asking me on a date? And basically she's getting romanced by a robot. Right. Um, which is the future because that's, because that's robots. Chris Pratt is just kind of like standing in the corner, mm. just looking at this robot, trying to seduce this woman. And I guess he is the passenger because he's kind of taking a backseat role to the lovemaking, which will be done later on by the robot. Where the film's going is 
Chris Pratt is just basically a, a voyeur looking at a robot seducing Jennifer Lawrence. Um, and it's just about, it's all about the future and that. Wow. You clean up pretty good yourself. You two look fine this evening. We're on a date. Very nice. Took you long enough to ask. So, why did you give up your life on Earth? And she's got confused there because she thinks that the robot has a life, but it's obviously a robot. Yeah. Um, and that's the little, the English man there is just the, the waiter who kind of... I mean, you know, he's got that classic British sardonic wit. Yeah. And, and again, we hear Chris Pratt just sort of chatting, saying, oh, you clean up well. Mm. And because he's just sort of basically a third wheel on the date. Yeah. And so it's her and the robot, and they just sat there eating some olives out of um, out of a drinking glass. Pint glass. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, it has got a pint of olives. Yeah. Just as a sort of aperitif. Classic British. That's snack. not the word I want. I mean, appetizer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's kind of like the Spike John's film, Her, but if the robot had a physical form and if there was a, a, another human character involved, just kind of just watching the whole thing in a very disgusting way. So in a way, it's, it's kind of like a spiritual sequel to Her. In a, in but in that her, way that I just said it is, yeah. The Her. The is. Her is actually a him because yeah. it's a robot man um, played by um, Wally. And that weird sort of noise you heard there was the robot just reaching across the table and just basically pulling off Jennifer Lawrence's dress <laughs> while Chris Pratt looks on. And he does Help that classic us. thing where his jaw hits the table and he starts panting and his eyes start bulging out of his head. It's a nice little comic moment for the fans. Romantic comedy. We boarded the Avalon with a destination. 120 years hibernation means we'll wake up in a new century on a new planet. But a year ago, everything changed. Hello? Anybody here? Hello? Do you know what's going on? Nobody else is awake. I think something went wrong with the hibernation pods. So what's happened is that while they're in the restaurant, everyone just falls asleep. And so it's just the waiter, Chris Pratt and Jennifer Lawrence and Wally. And they're quite confused because everyone's falling asleep and they're trying to have a bloody date. Yeah. And it's nice at first because they get a bit of peace and quiet, but then it does get weird um, when they start to kind of die because they've, you know, all the people that are asleep just haven't eaten. That's essentially the movie is it's just in a restaurant, basically trying to work out why everyone's asleep. They do the kind of, they just sort of take clothes off of people for mm. a laugh, put them in funny positions, but they have actually died. So it's kind of like, you know, it's not that funny. And then she just gets off with Wally at the end and uh, Chris Pratt just kind of does a little like eyebrow raise. Mm. He just makes a little quip where he says... Um, Are you giving away the last line of the movie? Are you? I'm going to, yes. Yeah? But, so, last line of the movie. Last line. Line. <laughs> this is what you're going to do. What's Molly, going to say? This is going Molly to be such a good line. Just basically, Tim's great. Gives all of his tools, and he just starts really going to town on Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> Chris Pratt. He looks on so and Wally says, really uh, starts going to town on Jennifer Lawrence. That's what happens." Molly does, yeah. yeah. And then it, Chris Pratt just, just goes at the camera. All right. No, he doesn't. Oh, yeah, he looks yeah. right down the fucking barrel and he just looks right at you in the cinema. And me? Well, if you're watching it, well, does, really is, seen flexes it. his comedic eyebrow and just goes, um, no, that's what I call a drone strike. <laughs> God. Something's wrong. Something big. 
What do we do now? Do you trust me? So that's uh, Passengers. That's what's going to happen. The whole film is just in a restaurant. Movie. Thank you. Movie. So, um, yeah, what did you? Uh, what was the film that you wanted to look at this week, Andy? They've released a new trailer for Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men, Tell, No Tales. So shall we shall have a little squiz at that one? Squiz? Have a look at the uh, that trailer. Maybe. And is this the film where, because it's in the Caribbean, Johnny Depp has dreadlocks? He's white with dreadlocks yeah. and he's therefore always drunk. Yeah, and he's got dreadlocks. as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he has that accent, the, that the voice he does voice, in it. Yeah. They're just like, oof. That's a bit. On yeah, the nose. and then everyone else without dreadlocks yeah. is sober, which is mm. yeah, it's fine. Kira Knightley in this one, probably. <laughs> How's she getting on? She was actually in a sketch on Saturday Night Live the other night. Go on. Um, she hosting it, or she's in it? No, it was um, it was Margot Robbie playing her because Margot Robbie was hosting, so she played played for a night. Yeah, so they had this little round table with lots of uh, actors playing yeah. different parts. They had. Uh, Ma- Marianne Coulthard, played by Cecily Strong. Is that Coulthard? Cuter. Coulthard, yeah. Coulthard, yeah. What did I say? What did you say? Coulthard, yeah. Pollard yeah. Greens. Coulthard. The, so they just sort of sat around the table and they're talking about being actors in Hollywood and you've got Cecily Strong playing uh, Marianne Coulthard and you've got, <laughs> and you've got um, some other parts in it and then you've you've got Margot Robbie playing Kira Knightley so, so that's what she's up to Margot so I guess it's going pretty well for her yeah she's she's, she's not she's prime not even, time TV yeah she doesn't have to even play her own roles now exactly she's getting other people to do she's it for her Margot Robbie to do it Margot Robbie as we know is the uh, is actually better than Kira Knightley so yeah well she is now because of all the great films she's done Suicide Squad mm. Bath Scene and Big Short that was potentially best. the best thing I've ever seen on movie not seen it yeah better than Hitchcock's cameos is it do you yeah. think that's what she's trying to do yeah. she's trying to get in every film yeah in a bath that's in the only way she can do it she's like she's like can I have a cameo in this film and people are like no it doesn't make sense for you to have a cameo in this film she's like what if I'm in a bath what right? if I take my yes. clothes off and they go yes well if it if it works with the plot then okay then, yeah if it doesn't and it does we know it does yes, we know okay, yeah. well, I haven't seen it but we yeah, know yeah, yeah, yeah. I trust Adam McKay to not do I that. would trust him with my children he babysits for you. He has done. Yeah. Yeah. When he's not oh, making okay. movies. Yeah. When he is, I get Will Ferrell to do it. So. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. And they get he's on? He's great. They get on? Yeah. What does he do for them? Oh, they just do like... Um, Classic sketches. They, no, no, what they do... Just they give them a cowbell. Juggling. Does Adam McKay and Will Ferrell uh, babysit your kids? No. Why not? Because I They're pay, really good at it. I get yeah. Javier Bardem to babysit my kids. And he's not very good at it, but he's more famous. How old are they? My kids? Yes. I don't have any kids. Ah. Oh. Of course I've got kids. All right. Um, oh. They are, one is uh, Paul. Sorry, Paul is one. And um, <laughs> and Matthew <laughs> is uh, 19. Yeah. Different mothers, presumably. Unless there was... From your kids. Well, yeah. Or, well, hopefully. Uh, no, we would know, not we? Well, I'm a single parent, as you know, because I'm not... Yeah. You don't let me have a girlfriend because of the podcast, so... Well, you I don't can't. have enough time, like... I, I, think it would ha- I think it would help with my time management, but you're saying that I can't have any kids... Well, I, d- I don't see why you've got, got to stick up your... I don't, I don't see why you've got to stick up your butt about this, because I've let you see your kids. Well... But you can't see your kids and your wife and do the podcast. Priorities. 
You're not my wife anymore, as you well know. Yeah, she's mine. But they do have the same mum. Yeah. Okay, let's see the next trailer. Pascabian. Pascabian. Demetanatas. Demetanatas. So as you can tell already, we know that it's set in a fairground. What they've done is for the fourth one, they have taken it back out of the Caribbean and put mm. it back into Disney World. In Epcot. the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. Oh, in the actual World. ride. Yes. It's come. So yeah. that's where it starts. So we know that just from the first two seconds of the trailer. The so they're giving away a lot. From the kind of the fairground yeah. music. Yeah. Exactly. So the pictures are fading in. So we'll just keep going. Mm-hmm. What you see here is a lot of sailors and people running about and and we can also uh see from that that it is an all-male cast at last absolutely at last pirates kind of female pirates aren't you? well so, well these are not dead actually, men not dead, dead men, women yeah, no this isn't pirates of the caribbean dead women tell no or tales dead people tell no or dead it's just deads they could have done dead people tell no tales but then tell they'd no have fem- to put women in the tell film no f- Oh, God. So that's pretty exciting, right? Yeah. As you can hear, the, no. it is going to be an entirely silent it's movie. Silent movie. <laughs> well, Dead Men Can't Speak. So I know it's they, called Dead, Dead Men. Dead Men Tell Nothing. They tell no tales. They tell nothing. They're not a snitch. Silent movie. Jack Sparrow. I think what you've done is you've left the audio description on. What we've done there <laughs> is, um, is not really let the trailer play out. It's not a complete art, this extrapolation of plot from trailers. But uh, what we do know now is that there is dialogue in this film. Since last week we had, uh, we were inundated with mm, very popular uh, first episode. Um, you want to know a little bit about the, uh, the, you know, the men behind the, the podcast? The brains, uh, the podcast. brains, brains behind the men. The men, which is us. Men and with brains. This is us, and that's so we. Um, yeah, we've got a few questions from uh, some listeners. Mm. So this one is from uh, um, Nesta, who is uh, sixty, and he asks, uh, "Is he from? He's from." Argentina. Uh, wow. Yeah. Far and wide. Far. Uh, so he asks, um, what are our favourite movie deaths? Okay. Off the top of my head, uh, my favourite would be 
when um, me and my friend Elliot went to see uh, Hardcore Henry, uh, which is, if you don't know, it's a first person sort of movie. Yeah. You'll see it from the, the main character's perspective. And my, so that's my favourite movie, Death, is basically mm. my friend Elliot had a heart attack in the cinema. So young. Because um, he got confused and thought that it was actually happening to him as what was on the screen. Right, it does happen. It does. And so it, some people, when you see that and you get a little bit of like vertigo or you feel a bit sick, mm. um, he actually died. So uh, that's that was my, and it was, you know, we had a good laugh about it. And that's my favourite movie, yeah. Death. Tragic. Is uh, Elliot. I miss him every day, but it yeah. was just, it was, it was, it, I think it's the best one. Okay, that's great. What's your favourite movie, Death? Uh, I'd probably say R.I.P.D. Uh, right, well, who were you with that died when you went to see that then? No, it just made no money. It just, you know, died oh. at the box office. I mean, huge budget, huge budget, big actors. Uh, no one see it. Died. It died. Hilarious. Yeah. Right. Uh, one listener, China. This is mm. the name of the name of the person. Is China. She's nine years old. From? From Japan. Yeah. And uh, she asks... How do we, how does the listener tell us apart? And that's Mm. you and me. It's a good question. um, Yeah, she wants to know how to tell us apart. She wasn't the only one that asked that. Obviously, we're Andy and Tim, so she wants to know which one's which. Um, So I'm the one with the slightly deeper voice. Mm. And I'm the one with the the great singing voice. With the great singing voice. I hope that helps. Yeah. Um, There's a couple of questions that are coming specifically for you. Lovely. Are there any movies that you haven't seen? Um, And that is from... Lionel. I mean, there's a few. There are a few. Yeah, and there are um, some. Yeah. Go on. Shark Tale. You've not even seen that. Never seen Shark Tale. Oh, wow. The Godfather 2. Haven't seen but that. You've seen one and three. No, I've only seen three. But you didn't You, you didn't want to mention that you've not seen one. Well, no. Because everyone, wasn't, wasn't everyone's it? not seen Godfather 1. I did plan on watching them backwards. Starting <laughs> with three, moving to two. That's why I said two. That because that's seen. the next one that you haven't seen. Yeah. But will. So you start with the one three. that's in the direction I'm going with. Okay, so good. I've seen three. I uh, just haven't got around to two yet. Sure. Keep us posted. Yeah, will do. Next question. Oh, well, I haven't finished with my Sorry. films I haven't seen. Oh, we don't need all of them. You don't? No. Terminator 4? Feels like an important one. Which one was that? Salvation? Yeah. Okay. Terminator 5? <laughs> I haven't seen uh, that documentary about that musician that was in South America. I can't remember what it's called. Sergio of a Sugar Man? Yeah, that's the one. I haven't seen that. Oh, good. There's this really... <laughs> was, uh, was it good when, when you it. didn't see it? I haven't seen it. It was good that I didn't see it because it's a documentary. So it's gonna What did you do instead of seeing it? Well, I probably just like went for a swim or oh, right. and, uh, um, had what, some ice cream. What would you give that and out, of, out of five? Ice cream or swimming? Yeah, both. Five. Five out of five? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So not seeing Touch of a Sugar Man, five stars. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. Uh, Andy, this is the next question. Mm. Settle a bet. Godzilla from Godzilla versus Carrie from Carrie. What budget should that movie have and who plays the love interest? That's the bet. That's the bet, and they're betting on your answer because they've already, I guess, they've already got an idea of what they think it should be. And they okay, were. so what is the Godzilla versus Carrie? Yeah, if that movie... Godzilla from Godzilla, yeah, and Carrie from from, I think it's a Carrie, Carrie, not the Matrix, Carrie Ann Moss, yeah. or Carrie Fisher. She wasn't in the Matrix. No, she's Leia, Princess Leia. Yeah, Princess Leia wasn't in the Matrix either. That's right. No, you're right. I've misremembered the Matrix. Carrie from Carrie. Yeah. 
If they made a movie of Godzilla versus... The first versus one or the second one? Chloe Grace the Moretz The second or, one. Okay. Chloe Grace Moretz. Chloe... Moritz? Moretz. Grace Moretz. Grace Moretz. And if that was a film, Godzilla versus Carrie... Yeah. Who would be the love interest and what budget should the movie have? Probably make it a low budget independent film, oh, put $300,000 behind low. it. Yeah. Okay. Dollars. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And how much would it, would it make? Maybe about, depending on how many cinemas we can get into anywhere between 10 and 30 oh, wow. pounds. Really? Yeah. And how good is it? Uh, it's not very good. People go, why do we have this yeah, film? Yeah, yeah. Who wanted this film? Out of, um, out of five? Out of five stars. <laughs> five stars? Yeah. That's a glowing recommendation yeah. if that film ever gets made. I mean, I was the only one that reviewed it. Do go and watch it because yeah. it will be five, five star stars. film. Yeah. Godzilla vs. Carrie. Made and reviewed by Andy Price. All right, when we return, we are going to have a guest in the studio. It's going to be the actor Mickey Baker, okay? Mickey Olabaker, fabulous Baker boy. The great Mickey Bake Off. Please keep sending in your questions. We do not have a facility for you to send in questions for the celebrities. No. Uh, we haven't worked out how to do that yet. It's very complicated. I it's, tried. I, don't I spent know. all week doing it. Uh, that's why, obviously, um, I was. We've, well, we've to managed to get the, we've managed to get the, the questions for us. Yeah, 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 yeah. So if you've sent in I mean, questions, they come straight through to us. Yes, but if yeah. you sent any questions for Mickey Baker um, or any of any future celebs, yeah, um, we currently don't have access to them, so yeah. just don't bother. I mean, we we ba- we barely have access to ask our questions. We, I mean, it was the last minute thing, wasn't yeah. it? We just just managed to find them. I think they're under your doormat, weren't they? Yeah. But uh, so yeah, don't bother. We'll, we'll ask questions. Today is the actor Mickey Baker, who's here to talk about his latest film. How are you doing, Mickey? I'm very well. Thanks for having me, Andy. How and how are you? Tired. You're tired. I'm, t- I'm very You've tired. You've been promoting all week. Yeah, you know, doing all the hotel rooms. Is that uh, how you promote your films? You yeah. just go into hotel just rooms. Go to, yes, yeah. it's like Jehovah's Witnesses for movies. Is that the only method you've used, or have you got any of the sort of chat shows or anything? Or? Uh, yeah, big chat shows. Um, Come on. Graham Norton won't have me. Why not? Because I broke into his hotel room and he was not happy about no. that. So he won't have me. Prude. So I'm sort of reduced to doing this. I mean, I'm very happy to be well, doing you, your show. You weren't our first choice, but, you know, just to... During any of these breakings, did you actually get the chance to talk about the film? Um, first of all, can we not call them break-ins because my lawyers are still working on... The definitions. All right, so, burglaries. Is it a burglary if you didn't take anything? He took their privacy away from them. Can we just call them instances? Oh, okay. Can you say allegedly? My- so Mickey's alleged fans. Now, allegedly, this film confused. is doing quite well. <laughs> right, I, I feel like you're both... Tell us... Tell, I feel tell, like you're both mocking me. I'm sorry, now. we're in a very playful mood today. Let's talk about your film. If yeah. you could put this movie into four genres, which oh. four would you put them in? Um, French art house, Korean horror. Um, because the lead actors are French Koreans. Yes. Is that right? Okay, good. Yes, French Koreans. <laughs> French art house, Korean horror. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Western and 
Wow, you really... Um, oh, okay. The, the last genre is um, wacky <laughs> cop movie. And which two as the main one? Oh, the two. I think probably the first two. French, French art, house, art House, Korean, Korean horror. horror. We, we've done it again. What? We've forgotten to um, introduce the name of no, the... No, name movie. of the film. Mickey, um, just go ahead and tell everyone what's the film called. A little, Give us a little synopsis. Uh, it's one? called La Hole. Oh, Can you spell that? Yes, La, L-E, French okay, for the... Oh, yeah. And hole. Hole? Yeah. W-H-O-L-E. <laughs> the hole. The hole. But it's French. But it's French. And you, did you speak in French for the entirety of the filming? Partly. What was your favourite French so, phrase okay. to say in the film? Uh, je suis un poulet. In well, <laughs> French, we know that's... It's French. Where is the library? Yeah. Uh, no, it means I'm, no, I'm a chicken. I'm the, oh, yeah. I'm a chicken because uh, I was playing... A coward in the film. Well, uh, we need a bit of a synopsis about the film. Of course. So, uh, obviously, it's an ensemble piece, and it's sort of like a Final Destination type thing where, Mm -hmm. uh, obviously, there's there's many lead characters. And, you know, I don't want to give too much away, but some of them might get killed off. Uh, It's a horror film. Yeah. Partly in Korean, partly in French. Yeah. And also some English. Oh. Um, Why did you decide not to put any subtitles on the foreign language sections? Yeah. I think that the the director and the producers were thinking, you know, if, if if people want to watch the film, they'll make the effort to learn those languages. Yeah, they're watching it, not reading it. Exactly, yeah, exactly, Andy. Thank <laughs> yeah. you. And yeah, subtitles. You don't read a film. Exactly. Come on, guys. Exactly. You don't watch a book. Uh, what sets La Hole apart from other? Uh, French art house Korean horror movies uh, what examples of La Hole Sacre Bleu yeah. the Koreans are coming I love that <laughs> film yeah um, so what sets it apart I'd pro- pro- say the blood the amount of blood what was the body count for this film well you you don't see anybody die on camera you uh, mostly just see their blood crew members is that how you were able to get it rated uh, PG by not showing any dead bodies at all exactly so I, I think you know that the, the the certification board they don't like to see dead bodies on screen mm. and they they mark you down very heavily for that yeah I think that's uh, so screen. no one died in this film no they died but they died off camera so you didn't need any bodies because there were no bodies on camera. Yeah. So the bodies are metaphorical? No, they're real bodies. They're just not on screen. You just... So we don't know that there's real real bodies. Is this what makes it an art house film? Exactly. Ah, oh, no bodies. Because I just thought it was the French language that made it the you, art house. Is your body in the film? Not not dead. It's a My well, alive body yeah. is in the film, yeah. Oh, it is. You, but, don't, you don't just have like suggestions like your breath just kind of coming in from off camera. Or just no actors on screen. Yeah. All lines delivered off screen. Actually, write this down because I okay. think I feel another project coming on. Yeah, what does that feel like? You know when you go to the fun fair yeah. and you see the candy floss stand? Oh. Yeah. Uh, and you think, oh, I'm going to have some candy floss. And he doesn't know. Go I on. have no idea. Have you, never got, have you never been to the fair? I've been to the fair. Have you ever gone... Have you ever seen the candy floss? I've seen the candy floss. For so, me, it just stops right there. Oh, when you realise I want the candy floss, that's like the feeling you get when you get a new project. I feel like I've missed out on so much. I love this film. Should transsexuals get their own bathrooms? I think they should be allowed to go in any bathrooms they want. Even the disabled? They should get like a card. A 
Yeah, you know, like um, I have uh, an inflammatory bowel disease, right? Um, which I don't often talk about in interviews, but. Uh, if you want to use anybody's toilet, you get a card. You mean when you say anyone's toilet, you mean literally anyone? Yeah, anybody's toilet. Right. You just go up to their house, ring the bell, flash your card, show them your card. It says the card that says I've got a bad tummy. Okay, um, and that's enough. And they go, oh, okay. You can. Have you not seen these cards? Is no. that because when you have a bad tummy, you can't speak, so you have to have it written down so you can show someone? No, it's just because it's official, like a police badge. It's a police badge. It's like a police badge. Like oh. you can just show it to anybody. Do you have a police badge? Talk can you show that. us your inflammatory bowel disease card? Yeah, it's right here. Okay. And that's official. That's from the NHS. It's got the NHS logo on it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see to say, yeah, yeah. I think they should just give. It's those. funny because you show you flashing it to me now, and I instantly want to mm. let you use my bathroom. And we're not even at my house, so maybe I'll let you come by later on. Did you receive any funding from the NHS for this film? I mean, I'm, I'm not really... Well, that's where the blood came from, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. That's where the blood came from. What up? Hold on. Let me wipe my screen off. I am, I am paying um, attention, but so, so Kevin Hart is live on Periscope at the moment, and I just thought... Ain't nothing you can say, because I'm going to make history. History on my mind. That's why I'm on my grind. Ooh, bars. That's all right. I've done the, I've worked with, I work with Kevin. He's a great guy. What did you work with him on? It, was, it wasn't a it wasn't a film. It was like uh, celebrity squares. It was like celebrity it was like celebrity. It was, it was celebrity circles. Um, What's the have difference? You seen that? Sorry, Andy, you just asked me what's the difference between a square and a circle. <laughs> no, I asked you what the difference was between a celebrity square and a celebrity circle. It's the different same difference between a square and a circle. I don't think I know any celebrities that are circles. Pac-Man? <laughs> Probably the uh, the Queen. On a 10 point piece. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. She would be around, yeah. So can you tell us a little bit more uh, about the character you play in Le Hole? Start with the name. His name is uh, Francois... French. Uh, Francois Chi. Francois French. That could Chi. be Korean. It could be. <laughs> what was your character's uh, motivation? The director, am I? Director was obviously... It's Quentin Hornswoggle. He has some very different views on what the character's motivation should be. Mm. Now, I'm an actor, so I know I'm being paid to do a job. How much were you paid? I can't disclose my fee. Um, Ten? Ten pounds. No, dollars. I don't realise to talk about money. Expensive. Love money. Say another number, Andy. Three. Euros. Four. Yen. Yen. <laughs> it's not a great game, is it? What is your character's motivation? Oh, right. The character's motivation. Yeah. Um, he is a family man. Yeah. Just, you know, trying to do normal family guy things in the French part of Korea. Uh, and what's your motivation to get up in the morning? Oh, wow. I've never really thought about that before, Andy. Why do I get up in the morning? Your alarm goes off? Yeah, but... That's not like... It's got to stop you turning it off again. Exactly. Yeah. There's always the snooze button. Why did we do anything? <clears throat> we were paid to be in this film. I would have thought that was a... Yeah, but money's just a construct of society, isn't it? It's not like... It's a very useful one, though. I mean, without it, you would die. Do you want to die? I do you know, sometimes I yeah. think... Well, is it better to, that we die... Or would it be better to live forever? Probably dying. Um, I think probably death. If I live forever... 
If you live forever. Do I still continue to age in the same way? So when I get like to a million, I look a million. Do and they, they go, oh my God, yeah. he's basically like a shriveled nut. Like his skin's falling off his yeah. face. But I can't die. When I said I, I sometimes think about it, this part I haven't thought about. Mm. Oh, would, right, you, okay. would you say this was your worst performance you've ever put in in a movie? You know the phrase, someone who's phoned it in? The director did say after the film had finished that he felt like I texted him. And I, I took that to mean that it was very yeah. efficient use of, uh, of, of my language in it and um, that uh, it's something that you could save for a, a, another time, like a, a lonely night. You just scroll through your texts, read one. Scroll through your performance. Scroll through my performance and just go to the bit that makes you feel happy again. Yeah. Obviously, this is um, your ninth collaboration with the director, Quentin Hornswoggle. That is obvious. He is well known for his use of questionable language. Which word that he used in the script raised the most questions and what were they? I don't know if it's one word, but there was one like sentence which I had to say. Mm. Um, and it was, uh, get the fuck back to hell, you squirrel-faced cunt. Jesus. And who did you say that to? Um, I, I had to say that to the squirrel-faced cunt monster. Oh. I mean, that was, that was you know, straight out of the books. <laughs> and was that CGI or practical effects? That was practical effects. Oh, wow. It, yeah, the prosthetics they used were... For the squirrel-faced cunt. What did they use? <laughs> I think it was mainly latex. Latex from the NHS? Yeah, probably. I mean, we got a lot of stuff from the NHS. Did the squirrels come from the NHS? Why would the NHS have squirrels? Well, it's like when they used to use leeches for bloodletting. They've been doing the same thing with squirrels and diabetes. Explain that to me. Sucking the sugar out of your veins. Exactly, because... Squirrels are well known for their love of sugar. sugar. That's but, what they saw in their cheeks. I thought it was nuts. That's a common misconception. Yeah, sugar but honeyed, uh, honeyed almonds. Or like candied Yeah, candied sugar. Candied candied nuts. Sugar, yeah. And, yeah. You know when you go to the fun fair and they have the candied nuts stand? Sorry, start again. I have no idea what you're talking and about. And you see the candied nuts. It's like the candy floss thing. I was oh, candy. oh it's candy. Yeah. you mean candy floss? No, no, the candied nuts. Oh, can- okay. The candied oh, nuts are like the nuts that are like kind of... Very candid nuts. Candid very nuts. honest candid and open. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The candid nuts is a whole other thing. Mm. Um, but they are quite forthright in their opinions. <laughs> the comic relief from this film rests on the shoulders of a... Lenny ben- Henry. Who is portrayed by a ventriloquist dummy, which, of course, you also voiced. So can we hear a bit of that? My Lenny Henry. Well, I mean, if that's uh, he looks like Lenny Henry, but we don't know. I mean, we haven't seen these clips. Yeah. If you do that voice necessarily, or if you give him a new, give uh, it a new spin. Okay, yeah. So it's a bit like this. It's um, hey guys, great deals at the Premier Inn. You can get a really soft pillow for a cheap price. Oh, so it's your own voice. You're just not actually changing it at all. No, that's my Lenny Henry impression. Oh, it is. Yeah, that's it's interesting. It's pretty spawn, is that? Well, it's not as good as my Kevin Hart. Can we hear that again? It's like, uh, it's like. I think you said I was. I was such a big part yeah, of the I don't first have to say movie. the same thing. No, but I thought that's your, that's your phrase to get into it. Is like, you know, okay. you have a little trigger phrase. From Kevin Hart is just like, like come stay at the Premier Inn! And I think we can all agree that was far better than your Lenny Henry. Imagine what it would be like if uh, Lenny Henry and Kevin Hart and met each other at oh. Oh. Premier Inn. Is this a sitcom? Or is this... And, and then he would be like, hey, Kevin, welcome to my Premier Inn. And Kevin would be like... So that was him just turning around and leaving because he doesn't know Lenny <laughs> Henry. He doesn't yeah. He'd be like, hey, Kevin, welcome to the Premier Inn. 
and then he leaves and that's the end of episode one. So the film La Hole yes. was made on a shoestring budget. And why did you use shoestrings instead of money? And how much of that budget did you spend on the uh, catering? Well, again, I'm not really in charge of those things. Um, I'm a little bit confused because I was under the impression that the uh, lead actor in a movie was in charge of everything. That's why, that's where the yeah, lead like comes craft from. craft services. No, um, that, it's the producer who's in, in charge of most I mean, that's things. that's not you. Are they in charge of speaking the lines of... No, that's my job. Okay. There seems to be a confusion in responsibility on a film set. Well, it's, people often say that it's hard to know what... It's hard to explain what producers actually do. Hmm. And a lot of people say it's hard to explain what actors actually do. And do you say that? I, it's not... No, I said people say that. And, I mean, I am a, a person, yeah. technically, so, yeah, I guess I would I mean, say that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, if you can say that actors are real people, which, so again, some people d- don't. Is so. that you again? Or? Well, some people. Some people. Why do you keep, like, why are you trying to pin it down on me all the time? You're saying it. I, I feel like I'm in court again. I have another question. Like I ask this like every episode. So it's mm. one of my favourite. You know, you know, I like a joke, I, right? I oh. like a joke. <laughs> okay. Now I Tip know Andy, and Andy knows I know about Andy mm. that he likes a joke. What's my favourite joke? Oh, it's the one with the duck, isn't it? It's the punchline a pun on on crackers, like quackers. Is that oh, you've heard it? You know, I love a joke. What I, I, know, I do know that. Carry on. Is what? someone going to tell a joke or not? What? Do you want to tell a joke? Uh, uh, a man walks into a bar. Ah. And he orders a pint of beer. He drinks the pint of beer. And then he just goes home afterwards. What was the beer? Probably like a craft, craft ale, yeah. pale ale in a can. In a can as well? Yeah. yeah. £5.75. But like it'd be over 4.5%. It'd be like Ooh. something like 5.9. Is he on his own? Yeah. yeah. It's quite sad. And he drinks it and then... Yeah. It's almost like a tragic comedy I don't joke. really understand what a joke is. I don't, no, I don't think it's done. I think like, it's yeah. a very funny... Joke. So yeah. he goes in and he drinks and then... I mean, I'm laughing. Not audibly. Hold on, isn't... No, he's laughing. You're not hearing him laughing. He's... But he goes home afterwards, is what yeah. you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's... Yeah, well, there you go. So you don't is think that... you told a funny joke? I don't... Well, I didn't think anyone laughed at Do it. Do you so... transfer that lack of confidence into your acting? Oh, no. Now, when you're an actor, vulnerability is important. Mm. And I feel like I've got a lot of vulnerability. How much? About... 10,000 litres pounds yen I think it's measured in um, yeah in litres okay any pranks on set I'm not a big uh, prank how big are you what you're not a big pranks guy I'm not a big pranks guy I'm a small pranks guy I like the small pranks so it's very sort of mild things because some people get a bit carried away when we're on celebrity circles Kevin Hart put a stick of dynamite in someone's dressing room and it blew up and left them horribly disfigured. I don't find that sort of thing very funny. You don't? No. Was it your dressing room? It was my wife's dressing room. And she was horribly disfigured afterwards. When you first met her, wasn't it? That was when I first met her, yes. Okay, yeah. So I, I didn't find Kevin Hart's prank very funny. So I'm more of a small pranks guy. Smaller stick of dynamite. And I would swap uh, some of the actors' scripts so they were reading a different script. No. I want to, you know, just a little fun. They look at it and go, "This isn't, the, this isn't my name on the script. Who's who swapped my script around?" 
And that, oh, is, is Mickey such a prankster? Yeah. Is, That's the sort of fun I think we can all have. And is that what led to the infamous uh, fist fight on set? The, the, the thing is, um, one of my co-stars, he likes pranks even less than, than I do. Oh, wow. Uh, Jimmy Five Hands. How many hands has he got? He's just got two hands. That's just his name. Why is he called that? That's his surname. Yeah. The famous actor, Jimmy Five Hands. No, we know he is. I just didn't know if there was a story behind his name as a stage name. Jimmy Five Hands. He hates pranks. I played one of my brilliant pranks on him. Uh, he had a fruit bowl <laughs> in his trailer. He always had apples in his fruit bowl. Okay. One day, I swapped the order for oranges. Yeah? That is funny. Swapped the order for oranges, so he had, he had oranges instead of apples. Right? So he went into his trailer that morning. He didn't even buy it into it. He oh. saw straight away. Okay. How can you tell? Saw straight away there were oranges. It's really difficult to tell the difference between apples and oranges. I mean, they're like... Until you taste them. They're so different, right? But he could tell straight away. He saw it. He went, it's not, it's not apple coloured. It's orange coloured. Actually, the colour is named after the fruit. But um, Apple? What colour is that? No, orange. Ah. Oh. And apples are too. The yeah, colour's the named colour after apple. the fruit. Came storming out of the trailer, come straight up to me. He knew it was you. He, I think he was suspicious because he knows I like prank. a little prank. Yeah, and it he came really up to me and he went, he went, Baker, this is you. What have you done? I went, look. So he didn't know what you'd done. I, I, I went, look. <laughs> he didn't know what had happened. He couldn't work it out. <laughs> he couldn't work it out. <laughs> he couldn't work it out. So I went, look, Fivesy, Five Guy. Five all, Alive. Five, all of those nicknames. Five said, the Band. What would he have done with the apples? He probably would have. Um, where he, he, most of his pranks involve inserting things into people's um, rectums. So he probably would have done that. To his own rectum or to... No, to five, five hands. To, to five... He probably would have just shoved them right up there. But... All of them? Most of them. Without him noticing. But I convinced him. I went, look, this is too big a prank for me because it's slightly bigger than the pranks I would normally do. Yeah. So he believed me. He was like, there's no way Baker's going to have done this. I panicked, to be honest, when I yeah, said it was yeah. Quentin. Oh, God. Because Five Alive, yeah. he had, like, fire in his eyes. The 5-0, yeah. The 5-0, the Hawaii 5 he had, he had fire in his eyes and ice in his heart. I was like, he's going to hurt somebody. And I'm not getting on with Quentin at the moment, so it might as well be him. So there was a showdown between Quentin... This is escalated, and, isn't it? I was hoping for a little uh, prank story. But... Five, five stars... And they had a proper fist fight because Quentin didn't know what he was supposed to have done. So he just denied it flat out. Mm. And it all got, it all got smoothed out um, because uh, after he punched Quentin, knocked him out cold. Yeah. Uh, I just went up and said, Whoa. look, five, the band. Again. Again. <laughs> I'm running out. Uh, I said, look, don't worry about it. We'll order some apples in for you tomorrow. And he was like, oh, okay, that's fine. That's good. Oh, that is a great story. Rank. What a great story. Um, Just before we finish, as with uh, all of your previous movies, you have recorded a single for this mm. to go over the credits. Yeah. Um, now, what is, what's the name of the single? Is it just the same name as the movie, The Hole, or is it just... Uh, it's it's uh, a, The Whole Lot of Love. Is it related the to the Led Zeppelin song? Not at all. Not at all? No, it's just a coincidence. Okay. Do you want to give us a little bit of that? What, yeah, now? will you sing us? Will you play us out with that? Yeah, of course. Do you want to get your assistant to? Is Craig about? Craig, don't make a mess. Craig, get the um, get the uh, guitar, please, mate. 
or keyboard or whatever you what you got in that bag? I can I can play the instrument, so Oh you can? Yeah. I mean, Do you play it on the track? Is that yours or is that? Yeah, that's me playing. Oh wow. Yeah. Oh, I recorded every I recorded every part for um, the film La Hole, the French art house Korean uh, horror. Before we get going, so of course, yeah. Before we, we get started with that, we want uh, our listeners to you know get an idea of whether they should go see, see this movie or not. So, uh, can you? Yeah, if the, you could, if you could just out of, out of five stars, out of five is the rating we use. Yeah. What would you give this film out of five stars? Out of five stars, I think I would give it a Jimmy, a Jimmy five stars. You give it a Jimmy five stars. Yeah, give it a Jimmy oh, that's five amazing. Stars, yeah. yeah. So this is a good film. Yeah. Okay. Good. Take it away. So, well, you know, I mean, you. Whenever you're ready. La whole la into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. 
Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 